All right, welcome to Understand Accounting. Okay, so we are going to talk about the basic accounting rules that are going to help make your life a lot easier. Okay, and we have included these slides. Um, you can download them. If you're on mobile, scroll all the way down to the bottom. You'll see a download section. And if you're on um, your computer on a browser, it'll be on the side, okay? And just look for the download section. All right, so um, we're just gonna go through some basics here, okay? Um, you're probably gonna wanna print out at least some of these slides so that you have them for reference. I don't expect you to memorize this stuff, okay? Um, but make sure that you have some of these slides as reference, okay? And I'll, I'll kind of let you know which ones as we're going through. Okay, so why do you need to know this? So it's really important to understand what's going on behind the scenes so that you can troubleshoot errors. When you fill out a form in QuickBooks, right? Let's say you create an invoice. You get this really nice screen to create an invoice, but really what QuickBooks is doing behind the scenes is it's creating journal entries. Um, and so if you understand kind of what's going on behind the scenes with the entries, it makes it much easier to fix things. And sometimes you can actually just go in and manually fix things or enter things um, if you can't figure out like what screen to put things on, okay? Um, it makes it easier to understand where to put transactions so you kind of understand how entries work. Um, it'll make it easier for you to classify things. Um, it's just going to make your life easier, okay? Um, because sometimes it's much easier to put in a journal entry than it is to um, try and figure out the proper way to put things into QuickBooks. And then it's just going to make you a better bookkeeper because you're going to understand a lot of the terminology that um, you're going to be working with accountants. Um, they're going to provide you sometimes the entries that you're going to have to put in at the end of the year. Um, and it's just going to help you know where to put things. Okay, so that's why we're kind of going over, um, we're going over the section, we're going to talk about accounts, we're going to talk about the types of accounts, um, we're going to talk about what those types mean, um, we're going to talk a little bit about journal entries and debits and credits, and um, we're going to go through some examples. Okay, so, all right, let's, let's go through. So accounting is the language used to communicate business information to users who need that information to make decisions. Um, a lot of people think that in order to be an accountant, you need to have degrees, um, you need to have advanced training, you need to be a CPA, um, but really an accountant is anyone who works in accounting. Now, you can't use terms like certified accountant um, because that's typically uh, reserved for certified public accountants, but you can you can call yourself an accountant if you are working with financials. The language that we talk about is written in the form of journal entries, and we're going to talk about what journal entries are. I think a lot of people think that they're kind of the scary thing, um, but if you've ever taken another language, I know some of you um, some of you are bilingual or trilingual. And so this is just like learning another language. And so once you know the rules, um, it's super, super easy. And I typically find that people who, um, who know multiple languages actually pick this up a lot faster. Um, 
than people who speak a single language or have never studied a foreign language. Um, but don't think of this. I know a lot of people think, oh my God, it's math. Well, it's not math, okay? You're literally writing out a statement in a different language. And so if you think about it that way and you just think like, oh, this is sentence structure, right? Um, then it makes a lot more sense. All right. So understanding journal entries. So each journal entry, journal entries are rich, a written statement, and we're gonna look at some in a minute. Um, they have at least two lines. Okay, they can have more than that, but they have to have at least two. Um, each line has an account and a dollar amount. Um, the dollar amount is put into one of two columns, either the debit column, which is left, or the credit column, which is right. Um, debit and credit has been used since um, the, the furthest back that they have found this um, is in Greek um, and in Aramaic. Okay, so this has been used for a very, very long time. Um, we call this a double entry accounting system because every entry has to have at least two lines. Um, and then for each entry that you put in, the debit column and the credit column must equal. And QuickBooks, if you ever put in a journal entry and it does not balance, um, it will tell you your debits and your credits aren't equal. And to try again. Okay, so this is a sample journal entry, okay? So you notice there is a date, there is an account. Um, you might see like a memo column in QuickBooks, um, and then there's debit and credit. So notice debit is left, credit is right. Now, if you are familiar with debits and credits in banking, right, which most banks have actually removed this from their statements, and now they've changed to deposit and withdrawal, because debits and credits um, were really confusing for a lot of people. They didn't understand what those terms meant. And, um, and it was backwards from what we do in accounting, okay? So typically we think when you credit an account, the balance is going up. Um, in, in accounting, it's actually backwards. Okay? And so we'll talk about that. Um, so this is a sample journal entry. Um, so our accounts here are Chase checking and owner's contribution. We're debiting, checking a thousand, and we're crediting the owner's contribution by a thousand. So notice that the debits and credits are equal, okay? And we'll talk in a second about what this journal entry means, but I'd like you to kind of think for a second, um, what do you think this journal entry says, okay? Let's look at one more. Um, so in this one, my accounts are office supplies and chase checking. My office supplies are being debited by $125 and my uh, checking account is being credited by $125. So again, my debits and my credits are equal, okay? And we'll go over in a minute, what does, what does this mean, okay? But I'd like to think about what do you think is happening here? You had to write this out in a sentence, right? Because it's language. If you have to translate this into English, what does this say? Okay, so what is an account? So accounts are the categories that all of our dollar amounts go into. I kind of like to think of them as buckets, right? So I have my Chase checking bucket and I have my office supplies bucket. I've got my meals expense bucket. I've got my Chase credit card bucket. I've got my owner's draws bucket. Um, so these are all buckets that I can 
put money into, I can take money out of. Um, and basically what the software does is it takes everything that we put into those buckets, it calculates the balance for us so we don't have to do any math. And we can generate reports and say, okay, this is how much is in this account, okay? Um, QuickBooks will always generate a sample chart of accounts for you. There are a list of accounts. And when we went into QuickBooks, you saw that there's all over QuickBooks, you can get into your chart of accounts. Um, you can customize this um, in every version of QuickBooks except for QuickBooks self-employed. Um, which is why I don't recommend using self-employed. Self-employed, you can't customize a chart of accounts and you can't reconcile, okay? So um, not a big fan of self-employed. Okay, we have, now we have hundreds and hundreds of accounts um, inside a business, but there are only five types. And the five types of accounts are assets, liabilities, equity, revenue, and expense, okay? Um, so let's talk about these. What is each one and how do you figure out if something is an asset, a liability, equity, revenue, expense? Okay, so the first one is assets. Assets are something that the company owns or has the right to use, okay? Um, so for example, um, assets can be things like checking accounts. They can be equipment or buildings, vehicles that are owned by the business. Um, they can be intangible assets, so things like patents, copyrights, and trademarks. Um, accounts receivable is an asset. So accounts receivable is money that your customers owe you. And so this is like, you have the right to this money you can actually sell accounts receivable to another company and allow them to collect it. Um, but this is, this is an asset that you have, right? In lieu of cash, people have said they're going to pay you and therefore you have the right to that money. Um, anything that is prepaid. So if you pay for something in advance, that is an asset. If you have gift cards, that is an asset, right? Because you have the right to the value on those gift cards. And so if you think about assets in that way, assets are things that the company owns um, or has the right to, to use, right? Or to collect, that is an asset. A liability is an obligation, okay? Um, typically we think of liabilities as debts, right? So um, I owe, I owe the bank, I owe my credit card companies. Um, but liabilities are also things like if your company issues gift cards, okay? All of the balances on all of those outstanding gift cards are liabilities because you have the obligation to provide that dollar amount to your customers when they bring in that gift card. So that's an obligation. Um, warranties are liabilities. Um, because the company has the obligation to fulfill the warranty, okay? Um, so any sort of debt or obligation is a liability. Um, equity is the shareholder stake in the company. So equity 
would be things like stock, okay, in the company that other people own. Um, it would be retained earnings. And retained earnings, I know a lot of people ask you, like, what is this account retained earnings? Retained earnings is all of the profit that the company has kept. Okay, so let's think about, so what is the word profit? So profit is revenue minus expenses, okay? So if I have more revenue than expenses, I have profit. And if the company keeps that profit, if it retains it, then that becomes retained earnings, okay? Um, now, what if a company does not keep it? Well, what would it do with it? Well, um, it could pay it out to owners in the form of draws or distributions um, or dividends, depending on how the company is set up. And we, um, in the last module, we gave you guys a, a worksheet for that um, so that you guys had a hand in the help. Um, so they could, so draws and distributions, they actually decrease equity, right? So if you think if I'm building up, you know, retained earnings in my company, but then I take a draw or a distribution, I'm actually decreasing the amount of equity that my company has. So sometimes when you're considering um, if something should be a debit or a credit, you have to ask yourself, is this gonna increase this type of account, right? Um, or does it decrease it? So that's why I think it's really important for you to understand what something is, if it's an asset, a liability, equity, revenue, or expense. Um, and is it increasing my overall equity or is it decreasing my overall equity? And that will help you with your entries, okay? Um, revenue, so revenue is the income that the company brings in, okay? Um, you may have um, you may have items that are set up as revenue that actually decrease revenue. So things like um, sales returns um, or sales discounts would actually lower your revenue. And so kind of keep that in mind. Again, ask yourself the question, does this increase my overall revenue or decrease my overall revenue? Okay. Um, and then expenses. Expenses are the cost of generating your revenue. So common expenses for a business might be computer and internet expenses, uh, wages, taxes, and business taxes, um, office supplies um, that might be cost of goods sold if a company actually sells something. Um, so what is cost of goods sold? And cost of goods sold in QuickBooks is actually its own separate category, but it really falls under expenses. Um, cost of goods sold is the cost of the product that the company sells, okay? So typically only product-based companies have cost of goods sold, but sometimes when we have a service, um, we will set up cost of goods sold um, just so that the cost of the service is kind of separated from the rest of the expenses. Um, but technically, services don't have cost of goods sold because they're not selling the goods, they're selling the service, okay? Um, and so whenever I'm working with a client and I have an account that I don't know, I will go into the chart of accounts and see 
what it's classified as in the chart of accounts. So when you open the chart of accounts, it shows you what your assets, you know, what the asset accounts are, what the liability accounts are. Everything has to be classified. And so that's a really good way that if you don't know what something is, go check it out and go see. Um, you're probably going to see that sometimes when you're working with clients, their chart of accounts is not set up properly. Okay, if they come to you with QuickBooks already set up. And so when that happens, um, you might need to do some work. Um, <laughs> sometimes clients, they don't know what to do. And so they just assume that like QuickBooks is this all powerful, all knowing system. And it's really not. It's really not. Um, so what some people will do is they'll say, okay, well, it says that, you know, when I create this type of account, the default is bank. And so I'm just going to create this bank account. And uh, we've actually had, I've had clients do this. I've had people in bookkeeper training school come to me and say, my client has like 30 bank accounts set up. Well, that's because every time they added a new account, they said that it was a bank account. Okay. Um, you're also probably going to see liabilities that are set up as expenses. Um, most business owners believe that when they get a loan, they can write off the loan payments. And so they'll set up like a loan account as an expense and put all of their loan payments in there. Just things to watch for when you start getting clients. Um, inside the Circle community at PowerbookTeamerNetwork.com, we actually have a thread that's called because clients. <laughs> because clients just kind of sometimes do silly things. And so I want you to keep a skeptical eye anytime you start working with a client who has their own book set up already that you're not setting up from scratch. Don't assume that their books are right just because they exist. Um, I would always assume that their books are wrong um, and that there are things you're going to have to fix. Okay, just a, a good tip. Okay. Um, so, debit and credit basics. This is going to be one that you're going to want to print out. Um, so, debits and credits, how do they work? Okay. So, debits, if you debit an asset, you are increasing the balance. If you debit a liability, equity, or revenue, you are decreasing the balance in that account. And if you debit an expense, you're increasing it. Okay. So, uh, and then credits, credits are the opposite. So, if you credit an asset, the balance will go down. If you credit a liability, equity, or revenue, the balance will go up. And if you credit an expense, um, the balance will go down. Okay. So, this is going to be really helpful, okay? And so you need to ask yourself um, when you're doing journal entries, what do I want to happen to the balance in this account? Do I want it to go up or do I want it to go down, okay? And you have to think about it in terms of the asset category, right? So for example, um, sales discount is a contra revenue and that means that it works the opposite of most of your revenue accounts. But if you think about it, okay, if I have a sales discount, what is going to happen to my total revenue balance? Well, if I offer a sales discount, my total revenue is going to go down, right? 
And so that means that when I'm recording sales revenue, if I want revenue to decrease, right, because I'm offering a discount, then I would debit the account, okay? Um, and so that's kind of, that's how I think about it. And that's why I think this is important, okay? All right, so let's look at those two transactions from earlier. So Chase checking, I debited the account, so that is an increase in balance. And owner's contribution is a credit. Um, owner's contribution is an equity account. Um, Chase checking is an asset account. And so my asset is increasing, my owner's equity is increasing. So if I were to think, okay, why would this be happening? Well, the owner is contributing $1,000 to the checking account. And so that's why my equity is increasing and my assets are increasing. I know that just from looking at this entry. Now, you can't always tell from looking at an entry exactly what's happening, but um, often you can get a pretty good idea. All right, so let me look at the next one. Okay, so for this one, office supplies is an expense and Chase checking is an asset. Um, my office supplies, it's a debit. And when I debit an expense, the balance increases. My asset is being credited. So my asset is decreasing. So what's happening here? I probably bought office supplies with a check from my bank because it's directly affecting my checking account, okay? All right, so now let's try writing an entry. Okay, we're gonna take our time with this. I'm gonna show this to you and then I'm gonna show you the steps that I use when I'm doing entries, um, and then we'll look at the solution, okay? So the company pays for job supplies of $500 on July 6, 2021, from the Chase checking account, okay? All right, so what's going on here? So we're buying job supplies, okay. Buying job supplies for 500 um, from the Chase checking account. So let's look at the steps involved. You're probably gonna wanna print this one out too. Okay, so first you wanna determine which accounts should be used. Okay, so we go back and look at this again. Um, what account should be used? Let's see, so job supplies and chase checking, okay? Those are my two accounts. Now determine the amounts that will go on each line. So I bought job supplies for $500, so the amount is $500. Now typically there's only one amount, but sometimes if you have a lot of lines in a journal entry, you might have multiple amounts. Remember though, at the end, your debits have to be um, determine if each account is increasing or decreasing. Okay, so job supplies. Um, we're buying job supplies, so my job supplies should go up because I'm acquiring more. And I'm using my Chase checking account to buy those supplies, so my Chase checking account will be going down. Okay, and then determine if each of those should be my debit or my credit. Okay, so remember. I'm only gonna have two lines here, so one's my debit, one's my credit. Typically, um, what I find is that when people are learning this, um, they're usually really good with one type of account, 
um, like assets or expenses, okay? And so if we look at job supplies, job supplies is a cost of generating revenue, right? So I'm buying supplies for a job so I can make money on the job. And so this would be an expense. And then Chase checking, well, we know that that's an asset. So I have expenses going up, right? And I have my asset, my Chase checking account going down, okay? So let's go back and look at this chart again. Um, if I have an expense that's increasing, that's a debit. And if I have an asset oh, that's decreasing, that's a credit, okay? So if I look at this again, job supplies would be my debit and my Chase checking account with my credit. And then make sure that your debits and credits balance and the entry makes sense. So let's look at the solution, okay? Um, so job supplies and Chase checking, job supplies would be my debit, Chase checking would be my credit. Does that make sense? Well, let's think, let's think, okay, I didn't write this, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing my checking account balance go down because I bought job supplies and the balance of the job supplies would be going up. So yeah, that makes sense, okay? And so, um, so one thing you could actually do is you could go into QuickBooks and you could um, bring up the general ledger and look at all the entries in there. Um, it's a report, okay? Um, or, you know, one thing you could do too is just like in your daily life, like think about, okay, I'm, I'm at Target and I'm putting, you know, I'm putting my groceries on my Target red card. Okay, so what are groceries? The groceries are an expense. Um, and my Target red card, well, do you have the debit card or do you have the credit card? If you have the debit card, then that would affect your asset. If you have a credit card, that would affect a liability, right? And so, okay, groceries are an expense of my household. So if my groceries are going up, that's a debit. And my target red card would be the credit. It, the only difference is, does it affect an asset, right? Because it's coming out of my checking account, or is it gonna affect my liabilities? And so I really encourage you as you're kind of going through your day and you're, you're spending money or you know, you're dealing with just kind of your own personal transactions, think about what, you know, what does the accounts look like? Would they be debits or credits? Uh, what's really going on here? And I think that that, I think doing that just kind of helps you get in the mindset of, you know, what what's really going on behind the scenes with this software. So if you, if you ever have any questions, and hey, you're doing that exercise where you're thinking about, you know, hey, I just paid off my credit card. What would that journal entry look like? What types of accounts am I dealing with? When you go through and do that, if you ever have any questions or you're just not sure, post it in the group and, and we'll help you make sure that you're thinking about it correctly. All right, so thanks so much. So again, this week, if you decide, if you finish this module, um, the next piece is going to be the QuickBooks certification. And so I would encourage you um, to keep pushing forward, keep doing that training within QuickBooks that I showed you earlier in this module and keep moving forward.
ask any questions you have in the group or on the Ask Kristen form, and uh, we'll make sure that we get your questions answered. All right, take care.